This is Energy of Business Moments with Michael Seip, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their business success into your life and business. Energy of Business Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Michael Seip. Hey there, everyone. I'm Michael Seip, host of the Strategic Advisor Board Energy of Business Moments podcast. And I am excited today because at the Strategic Advisor Board, we teach our clients, our business owners, the importance of allocating time wisely. And so if you've been thinking in your own business about allocating time in a better way to gain back some freedom, our guest today has got some great advice for you and you'll enjoy listening to her. So one of the things that we teach is as a business owner, you need to know about the strategic stuff in your work and you need to know about the operational things and you need to do the, have the tactical piece. But so often as a solopreneur, we're doing all of those. But as you grow in your business, you start having to offload some of those because if you're not at putting time and effort into the strategic, you're not going to grow at a greater pace. So being able to offload some of that stuff is really important. That's why our guest today, Molly Rose Speed, is here. And she is the founder of Virtual Assistant Management and also the creator of the Virtual Assistant Academy, which provides trusted VA certification and placement of VAs for you so that you can gain some time back into your day to allocate it, whether it's for fun or to grow your business. So Molly Rose, welcome to the show. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, great. Well, Molly, I've done a little bit in explaining about your business, but I'd like to hear more about your background and how you started the business and, and what it has evolved to today. So if you could share with our listeners and audience, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So about 13 years ago, I was a 20-something-year-old uh, in corporate America, and I realized that wasn't the path that I wanted to take. I was also a military spouse. And my lifestyle was very unpredictable. My husband was deploying all the time. And so I realized really quickly I needed to have a, a very flexible career, um, aka not something that my eight to five was going to provide. So I became what we all know now as a virtual assistant. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. I, it, I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was. Um, it's not, it wasn't as widely talked about as it is now. Um, but I kind of fell into it and I learned everything I possibly could to become a really amazing virtual assistant over the next five years. And along the way, I had fellow military spouses asking me, how do I do what you do? You're making good money. You seem really happy. You're traveling, you know, all the, all checking all the boxes that uh, I wanted to do. And one too many conversations later of telling them how to become a virtual assistant, I realized I had a, a bigger uh, mission on my hands to, to tackle training and placing virtual assistants. So I created the Virtual Assistant Academy, the first iteration. It's gone through a few versions. And now we have a certification behind us. And we've uh, certified over 150 virtual assistants. And uh, about three to five, uh, about four years ago, COVID kind of made me time travel here. Uh, I started a placement agency. And so all my certif certified virtual assistants now, we have a consultative process to place them with all sorts of online business owners. So it's been a really awesome journey that I never saw coming. 
Well, and congratulations on certifying 150. That's a lot. Thank you. And, uh, it's a good good example of growth and, and taking an idea and, and running with that and making it even bigger than it started out to be um, and seeing a need actually in the marketplace. So that's great. Um, I also can appreciate it as a veteran myself and having deployed and had cool. people explain like, yeah, it's really hard finding a job and for the spouse and all that. So how do how do I how do I get a job? And boy, the ability to be remote today and leverage some of the expertise. And I'm going to guess that a lot of your spouses or VAs that you have aren't just administrative people. They actually have college degrees and that they bring in other depth that uh, maybe a traditional VA firm might not have. So could you share a little bit more about that part? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd say about 80% of our virtual assistants are actually military spouses just due to my network and the referrals that we get. And they're they're from all walks of life. So some have master's degrees, some have high school degrees, some have our former nurses, physicians assistants, lawyers. It's it's crazy and kind of mind boggling when some of these women started to register or enroll in the program. Uh, I'm like, you want to do what? But it's really because they needed the flexibility. They were becoming stay at home moms or um, that. So it really brought in a really diverse group and so many different personalities. Uh, from all parts of the world, for the most part. I mean, we even have overseas VAs that are now stateside. So it's just been really neat to see the depth of the culture within our our VAs as well. Yeah, great. Uh, I love that. And and um, and you you know when you you start expanding the the idea of what does business look like, and business does come in many many different forms. And uh, and so the traditional need of somebody coming in and answering email or sending letters out or stuff like that's just not the case anymore. And, uh, and more importantly, like, yeah, being a nurse's, uh, assistant or, or physician assistant and knowing the background of all the things, the compliance things that need to go on, like yeah. all that kind of, of expertise is actually quite valuable. And, uh, and the cost is probably very, very competitive compared to having somebody in person. So, um, so great, great to have that kind of expansion. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Molly Rose, I'm curious too, you know, we all have um, some, some great moments with our business. It's probably why we continue to be in business is because we enjoy that so much. Uh, could you share with our audience something in your journey of, of having your own business that was a high moment for you and, and why it was so significant? Yeah. So I was slow to grow my training academy because I was doing my own work uh, and I was just kind of providing this as a resource to anyone who asked uh, how they could get started. And then I kind of got serious about it. I was like, you know, I can help a lot more women, predominantly men can have taken the program as well, but we have mostly women. So I speak to that. Uh, and so I decided to put some more intentionality into the training and launching to get more students enrolled. And by intentionality, I mean, I shifted not only to them learning just online, but also to add a live version. I mean, we were online on Zoom, um, but it was me teaching, interacting with them. And so when I launched this live version of my program, um, I got 10 VAs all at once. And before that, I'd get maybe, you know, once a month or, you know, it was very slow growing at the very beginning. And I was just so excited to get 10 all at once. And they were so eager and so excited. So we spent um, about three months together on calls and I really got to know them and 
this is where I really got to learn how different all the, the VAs were from personalities to skill sets to their ambition, to what they want to do and who they want to work for. So I learned a lot in that, but it also was the, by far the best 10 virtual assistants I've ever trained. So they've gone on to kind of become the backbone of my placement agency. I can, I can basically hand them any client and and know that they're going to run with it with no problem. So it was really a big shift for me. Um, And it was just, it was cool to see 10 success stories happen really quickly. So. Yeah. Great story. And, uh, when one's used to a certain flow rate with business to have something jump like that all at once is, is very cool. And then, and then the icing on the cake there is like, and they were really quality people and they, they became so instrumental to, to providing even more service Mm -hmm. uh, for your business. Yeah. That's great. Um, I'm also curious, do you have any, uh, like customer or client stories that were like, yeah, I am so glad I've I I have have this um this person helping me and I had no idea how how freeing it would be. Yes. So I have uh, a specific virtual assistant, her name's Heather, uh, who came out of that cohort and I've put her in front of some pretty tough clients. Like she's the one where, and by tough, I mean, think of an entrepreneur and some of you might be able to raise your hand at this because I think a lot of entrepreneurs hold this hat, but you're, I call them squirrels. Like they're like, ooh, shiny object. Ooh, idea. I'm going over here. I'm going over here. We're doing this. We're doing this. And so, you know, the power of focus isn't quite there. So it takes a really talented VA to be able to kind of manage and juggle that. Um, so having her, and, and the stories that have come from her clients. So we we have a follow-up sequence with our with our clients once they become placed where we're like, how's it going? Anything we can work on? And the stories we get for her specifically, just to be able to come in and manage that overwhelm ha- has been awesome. So I'm like, can I just create 10 Heathers, you know? Um, and we, we're working on that, right? She's now teaching others how to kind of juggle that type of need as well. Um, but that's been kind of a, a cool story for one specific VA and just be able to manage that and be able to offer that now to our, our squirrely clients, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk squirrely, that's so like, I, I, I thought of a couple of her clients who are like, yeah, shiny, shiny object. And and they want to go off and do something. We're like, yeah, but there's this core part that you were going to work on. We got to get that together yep. first, right? Those are other great ideas and we'll get there, but let's stay, stick with this right now. And so if you have somebody who kind of keep those people in line, man, that's going to serve them well, not just from a time perspective, but also from getting stuff done perspective. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, good. Well, you know, obviously there are ups in business and, and sometimes, uh, you know, the, the, the client facing side or the customer side, they don't see the downs we have in business. Now, sometimes they are right in the middle of those downs because they're not happy with something that, ha- that, uh, is going on with, with the business. However, um, there's a lot that they don't see. So, so could you share with our audience, um, maybe a low moment for you and why it was such a low moment and how you shifted out of it? What did you do mentally to get out of that? Yeah, absolutely. So this was pre-pandemic. We had just launched our placement agency. And by that, I mean, I'd gone to our, our, our VAs that we wanted to be on our management team. And I was just so excited. I said, okay, I have this idea. We're going to create an agency and we're going to be able to place you. So no longer do you have to go out and market yourself. And I'm always, you know, 
ragging on them to get on social media and share your services. And they hate doing that because we're kind of introverted in nature. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to bring you the clients. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be a cool workforce. Well, we all got excited for that and we launched and it was like crickets. <laughs> it just, and it wasn't what I expected. And I think it was just the timing of things. Um, so we, you know, landed a few clients here, but they just weren't super strong. They weren't able to um, meet, like we wanted to have minimum requirements and certain price points and they were asking for exceptions and it just didn't go as we wanted to. And then the pandemic hit and we were, uh, no one was doing anything until they were doing something. So the low point just to stay there was really challenging for me because I promised and amped up these women that we were going to do this. I was kind of embarrassed um, and it just was really belittling. I was like, oh, this isn't going to go where I wanted it to go. Uh, and so to kind of stay in that, I, I always surround myself by mentors. So whether I'm, I'm paying a business coach or I'm tapping the shoulder of someone that is older than me and has been there and done that, I really heavily started speaking with <laughs> that person um, to just kind of keep me in that mindset every day. Like, this is going to work. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Um, and I'm happy I did because as we know, the COVID, um, for some, it was very detrimental to businesses and for others, it really amplified businesses. And what happened, we all went virtual. And so everybody got really, really comfortable working with virtual assistants. And then we had the problem of, we had so many <laughs> referrals and, and in inquiries that we couldn't keep up. So it was kind of a, a catch right there. But right before that happened, it was it was a really hard point for me personally to do that. Yeah. When we're in a position of either real or perceived responsibility mm -hmm. for other people, yeah, um, it can weigh on us when we're not able to, to provide. Yeah. And, and uh, especially when we've said that we're going to provide in a way that is exciting and then it falls flat. So um, that's a great, great example. And, uh, you know, if you have one word or attribute that you would describe your um, mindset, if you will, was it grit? Was it resilience? Was it perseverance? What was the one thing that you would say carried you through to the point where, you know, th then the market changed and COVID happened and people needed virtual assistance? Um, I'm going to say it was the word that's coming to mind is responsibility. So I felt, and that's just one of my core values as well. So it's interesting that that popped out, obviously. Uh, but I think that that I felt responsible to them. You know, they could go get their own clients, but if if I was having a hard time, they probably were too. Um, actually, I know they were, and so I I just felt that we had to keep doing what we needed to do and putting ourselves out there to to be responsible for this uh, offer that we had made to them. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, responsibility is is um, a great driver. It can be a, mm -hmm. a specific uh, sort of energy to it, and and. Uh, helps propel us forward when we have, we have that feeling. So good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, well, I, as you talked earlier about, you know, having mentors, business coach and so forth, that's great. Uh, when, when we can meet with them and they provide that advice, so valuable, but the, you know, sometimes there are these other people that we kind of wish we could talk to. Um, <laughs> and sometimes most of them are, are deceased, but there are also some living ones too. So, 
for you, Maros, who would you, if you could talk to anybody, anybody, who would that person be and why would you talk to them? Okay. I love this question. And I, I was asked this about a year ago and it took me a really long time to come up with this. Cause I would say like a chef that I cook her out of her cookbook. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not it. Um, but I think in, in my business space, it's Michelle Obama. And the reason there's so many reasons why, but specifically her work, uh, when she was in office with her husband was, uh, for the military spouses and for women, she really started, I started to see a shift on base on resources on women starting to kind of wake up a little bit, um, spouses and doing their own thing and finding their own way and their purpose, and then having resources to be able to do that. And so I think not only from a business perspective, what I love to share with her, what I'm doing, but I'd also love to just learn from her and how that mission kind of drove her. Cause that's my driving force as well to employ military spouses. So I, I just think she's amazing. So that would be a, a great, uh, coffee date. Yeah. And very inspirational because you just talked about the impact mm -hmm. that she had and you could feel it down at the grassroots level. And she did it from, from up there way far away and the impact that that had. So, um, how did she do that? That would be a great thing to, to kind right. of learn about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, well, uh, uh, our audience sometimes can really connect with our guests. And so sometimes it might be like, yeah, I think I need that service or I'd like to talk to that person some more. So, so if, if somebody wanted to reach out to you to get a hold of you or visit your website, how can they, how can they do that? What's the best way? Yes. So I'm Molly Rose Speed and I, you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram if that's where you hang out. Happy to to converse with you, message you. If you have any questions about running a team or if you're going to make your first hire, that's my sweet spot. Um, and then if you're, you're ready to hire a virtual assistant, virtualassistantmanagement.com is where you can book a free call. I have an amazing um, business partner named Christina, and she is a genius at making placements. <laughs> I don't know how she does it, but she'll talk to you for 10 minutes and she knows exactly who it's going to be. Um, and, and we have a, a great service that we, we love to provide to entrepreneurs. So we'd love to hear from you. Okay. Well, great. And that high touch service, having that placement person, uh, if they have that genius, like you said, saves so much time uh -huh. with the wrong assistant. Yes. Um, and, uh, and so having, I think for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm going to continue to do it myself. And then they bite the bullet and they're like, okay, but I'll, I'll just, you know, get somebody I think that is good for me. And the challenge I've seen is that, um, they don't realize how much time they need to invest to train that person mm -hmm. in the way that they need them trained. But the savings, especially if you've got a placement person plus the time invested, the savings are, are immense. And I think the other part to it is, as a business owner, especially, when one thinks about the, the revenue per hour spent of the day, when one is a business owner spending time on strategic things like JV partnerships, opportunities in new markets, and being able to find the time to invest in time and effort to go and get into those new markets. They wouldn't have that if they hadn't offloaded some of that business mm -hmm. already. And if you've got somebody who totally understands you, you can offload that for 
perpetuity, if you will, because now you've got somebody who's been placed perfectly with you and to be able to um, have that time to and that freedom back. So I'm glad to hear that you have that wonderful <laughs> placement service. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. You articulated it very well. So I appreciate that. And, and another thing to add that I think we do very well is help you get really clear before you make that hire. So, you know, anyone listening, if, if, if you're kind of in overwhelmed state, that's what comes first. Like all the things are on your plate and then prioritizing how we're going to offload those in what order it's, it's a process. It's not just hiring someone. There's a lot of interest intricacies that go into it. So we're, we're proud to be able to solve that for people. Yeah. And that's, that's very needed too, for sure. <laughs> Good. Well, Molly Rosebeat, I have greatly enjoyed having you on the show today and I'm sure our listeners will as well. So uh, thanks again for being here and uh, wish you the best. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Energy of Business Moments with your host, Michael Sype. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.